like to learn more about our host, OJ Tokes, please visit his website, ojtokes.com. That is O J T as in Tom, O K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtokes.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is OJ Tokes. I once heard a story about a woman that was playing golf. And she hit the ball and it fell into the woods. So she went into the woods and she saw a frog that was trapped. The frog said, please release me from this trap and I will grant you three wishes. The woman released the frog. Then the frog said, oh, I forgot to mention, whatever you ask for, your husband will get, will get 10 times more. She said, it's okay, no problem. She said, the first wish, I want to be the most beautiful person. And the frog said, if I make you the most beautiful person, your husband will be the most handsome man. She said, it's okay. She'll be the most beautiful person, and he will only have eyes for me. So the frog granted her the wish. She was the most beautiful woman. The second request was, I want to be the richest person. And the frog said, if I make you the richest person, your husband will be the richest man. She said, that's no problem. His money will be my money. So the frog said, fine. Push. She was the richest woman. Her third request was, remember, the frog told her, whatever you ask for, your husband will get 10 times more. Her third request was, I want you to give me a mild heart attack. So, the frog gave her a mild heart attack. The writer of the story then said, ladies, you can stop reading here. You ladies are smart. That's it. Don't read anymore. Then the writer of the story said, okay, guys, ladies think they're smart because the husband got a heart attack 10 times milder. Men and women are different. In Genesis, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, we are told God said it's not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. Then God created Eve, and in Genesis 2, verses 22 and 23, the Bible says he put Adam to sleep, and he took the rib out of his side, and he used it to form Eve, and he brought her to him. Everybody say, he brought her, he brought her. To, him. to him. Okay, so God creates Eve, a good woman, and brings Eve to the man. But something interesting kind of happened, because when this happens, the Bible says, Adam says, this is bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken out of man. Okay. So Adam is making a statement about Eve. For whatever reason, the Holy Spirit does not highlight any conversation between Adam and Eve. The Holy Spirit only highlighted a statement Adam made. Then in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, 
we see Eve talking to a bad boy, the original bad boy. She's talking to the devil. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. The first conversation that the Bible explicitly reveals to us is a conversation between a good woman and the original bad boy. I paint this picture because a lot of us guys are frustrated. Christian guys, good guys. I wait a minute. Why are the good Christian women talking to the bad boys? Okay? Why are they talking to the bad boys? What's the deal? Now, if we look at this story and look at this picture, maybe it's because of the approach that a lot of good Christian guys use and the approach the bad boys use. God just brought a godly, beautiful woman to this godly man who had only animals around him. And yet, the first thing that pops out of his mouth is, this is bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. In other words, he was talking about or talking at Eve. He wasn't talking to Eve. The bad boy is talking to Eve. The first guy, the good guy, made a statement. The bad boy made an engagement. Engagement as in his having a conversation with her. Adam had a monologue. <laughs> the devil had a dialogue. Adam made it about himself. She is woman because she was taken out of me. The devil made it about her. Now here's the funny thing about life. There are good godly men that try to get good godly women. But because they're not informed about the intricacies of communication and how to win a woman's heart, they don't know any better. They mean well. They don't mean to be rude. They don't mean to come up selfish. They don't mean to come up um, insensitive. They just don't know. <laughs> so they approach this godly woman and she's not paying attention. Or That's if they approach her, by the way. And the bad boy tells her everything she wants to hear but he doesn't care about her. So she ends up with the wrong guy because the wrong guy said the right things and doesn't end up with the right guy because the right guy either says the wrong thing or says nothing at all. And here it is. Guys are frustrated, like, what's going on? I've had situations where good godly men come to me, tell me about somebody they like. Oh, man, she's nice. Oh, she's pretty. She's such a worshiper. She'll make a good wife. But she's not hearing that from him. She's not hearing that from him. Guys, we need to tell them. Now, of course, why wouldn't guys say nothing? I don't want to be rejected. I'm afraid. Listen, that's the process everybody goes through. We, I want to encourage the fellas, be bold, man. Step up. Say what you got to say. Because funny enough, you like this girl. You think she's godly. You like to have a relationship with her. You're not saying anything to her. She's thinking, he doesn't like me. All the Christian men don't like me. What's wrong with me? 
Sometimes because they think the guys don't like them, they feel like maybe there's something wrong with me. Sometimes they might feel insecure. And she's feeling this when she goes to work and trick daddy at work. is like, what's up, girl? How you doing? You're looking good today. Can I have some shake with that fries? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you go to that church. I'm surprised none of those guys in church have asked you out. Well, they don't like me. They say, well, girl, shoot, I'll take you out, girl. So she falls prey to that. Because the godly guys are not saying nothing, not because they don't like them, but because they're like Adam, just making a statement. They're not talking to them, they're talking about them, to their friends. Man, she's good. She needs to hear you tell her that, hey, I like you. Let's have coffee. And, and... I want to have coffee because I want to get to know you better and I'm hoping that something can develop from this. Be clear about what's happening. I said that a few years back. I was discussing this and one of my boys, he took it to heart. So this girl, and to cut a long story short, they got married. It doesn't mean that, you know, it's going to be smooth, but I want to encourage the fellas, step up, say what you got to say. And let God take care of the rest. Especially when he's taking the time to bring her to you. In Genesis 38, there's a story. And I want to encourage the ladies with this. About a girl named Tamar. Okay. In this story, we hear of Judah. Judah was one of Joseph's brothers. Judah was the one that influenced the brothers to send Joseph to slavery. That was in Genesis 37 and 38. The Bible begins to talk about Judah. Judah had three sons. The first was Er. The second was Onan. And the third was Shelah. His firstborn, Er, was married to Tamar. The Bible says Er was wicked. I like to think of it this way. Er erred. So God killed him. Now, in the Old Testament, they don't have the grace we have now. They don't have the redemption we have now. And God's judgment was swift. So I don't know what the details were, but the Bible says, Er was wicked and God killed him. Now, Judah now went to Tamar and told her that, okay, you can marry. Judah went, I'm sorry, Judah went to his son, the secondborn, Onan, and said, okay, you're required by the law to marry Tamar because the Jewish law at the time was if a brother, if a guy died without having children, the brother that was next or the relative next to that brother is responsible to marry the widow and raise up an heir for the dead brother. And that's what happened with Boaz and Ruth for some of you who know that story. So Onan was next. So the Bible says, and I'm saying this respectfully, Onan had intercourse with Tamar, but he did not climax in her. He climaxed out of her. In other words, he didn't want to give her kids, but he wanted the pleasure. God wasn't happy. So guess what happened to Onan? He was killed. There's a third born, Shelah, and Judah, apparently Shelah was young. So Judah told Tamar, listen, Shelah is young. 
wait for him to be older, then I'll release him to you to marry. But the Bible says Judah was really afraid. He really didn't want that to happen because he didn't want to lose Sheila. So Judah never allowed Tamar to marry Sheila. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out O.J. Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.